0: Guys today guys we have no Tyler so no code opener where we say something stupid or funny you're just going to have to jump into the episode as is Welcome to another episode of the Bourbon Hunters. Today, Dude and Brett catch up on the latest happenings in their lives while drinking through a hodgepodge of different bourbons. Tune in to hear what they have and what they think. But before we get started, let me tell you a little bit about our partnership with Greenline Goods. This four-year-old company, based out of Chicago, creates etched and printed glassware, including whiskey glasses, wine glasses, tumblers, mugs, shot glasses, and they're also launching a line of hand-blown crystal drinkware. Check them out with the link in our bio and Instagram and save 15% off using the discount code bourbonhunters. You can also check them out at greenlinegoods.com. Thank you for taking time out of your day to join us on our hunt for great bourbon. Reward yourself and sit back, grab a pour, kick up your feet and enjoy. Welcome to another episode of The Bourbon Hunters. I am Dude Paul. I'm joined by... Brett Bryan. And, oh, no, Tyler's not here. Hey, Tyler. Oh, oh shoot. So we are sans Tyler today. And uh, so we just decided, and we had to we had to reschedule an interview with Maverick uh, Distillers, or Distilling Company, out of uh, Texas, I believe. And uh, we didn't get our shipment in time. So we're doing that in two weeks. That'll be our 101st episode. Uh, So a little bit of housekeeping real quick. So we've got next week is our 100th episode. We're having former guests come on the show. Uh, We're going to have a whole bunch of people on, I think, uh, eight total guests on the show, including some uh, past favorites that we've had. I think that's
1: going to be fun. It's just going to be this organic. Yeah, yeah, we're just
0: going to have a whole bunch of people here talking. We should all be on uh, microphones and... uh, just kind of see how it uh, turns out. Everyone's just going to talk, and, and we're going to drink in my uh, out of my bourbon cave. It's going to be open for the evening. And hopefully this will be the grand opening of my sitting room, completely decorated finally.
1: And hopefully it'll make some more shelf space. That may <laughs> happen.
0: Now, Andrew is actually working on those shelves on the corner over there. I think I'm supposed to take my template to him uh, this week. So they won't be up in time for you guys to see, but... Um, but in the next like you know month or two, I think I, that should be that part should be done.
1: I saw a couple bottles on the floor, so I can tell yeah. that you're getting full.
0: Yeah, and there's like an overflow
1: on my bar <laughs> counter too.
0: <laughs> what I need to do is build one of those little uh, step things so that I can have a back row and then a row in front of it, and then it won't look as crowded. It'll look like a bar top.
1: You need like a bourbon Rolodex that you can like. (laughs)
0: Yeah. (laughs) It reminds me of the movie Overboard with uh, Goldie Hawn, where she had her shoe thing installed where it can come around. That's funny. Um, So, yeah, 100th episode next week. Listen into that one. It should be a good one. It'll probably be a long one. Um, that's what she said, and uh, it's a lot of different guests. We're gonna just drink and talk about bourbon, the state of bourbon, hunting. Just you know, previous episodes. We'll probably really make fun of Tyler a lot, um, but outside of that, I, I'm pretty excited about it. Should too. be a good I think time. Be a great time. So, uh, what we've got on tap today? We've got two bourbon enthusiast, uh, Russell's Reserve picks. We've got an Old Elk OHLQ pick. We've also got the Old Elk Infinity Blend. Uh, and then we've got the Bartstown Fusion Series uh, from uh, 2021, um, and we're going to drink that, and uh, hopefully we can walk out of here when we're done.
1: Yeah, there's no theme to today or no, anything no, like just, that.
0: just uh, bourbon just, and chill.
1: Yeah, just bourbon and chill. Just enjoy some <laughs> things.
0: So let me go ahead and start with uh, this first Russell's here. Now, this is uh, out of Warehouse K, and it's on the fourth floor. And this is a bourbon enthusiast pick from, uh, from their Barrel Club. Uh, I'm actually going to use a Glencairn so that the two Russells are in the same type of glass. Smart. I mean, I don't know that it makes a difference. Who knows? Um, but at least it's similar. And uh, we'll start with small pours, and then maybe we'll revisit afterwards.
1: Yeah, I was able to pick this one up from Bourbon Enthusiast. The other one sold out before I could j- get a chance to get it. So you didn't get F? I did not get F. You I got, got K. K. Okay. Um, I forget the tasting notes off the top of my head. Yeah, I can pull them up while we're talking. I feel like he said K was going to be like a dusty bottle. Like he thought that that would, it reminded him of something that was like an old school type thing. Um, like if you were to pick up a an older dusty bottle and drink it.
0: Which one did you think was going to be that
1: one? The that one we're about K. to have? Yeah, that was okay. K. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, from I, generally
0: speaking for me, I don't think you can go wrong with a Russell's pick. Oh, I agree. I mean, at least not from Bourbon Enthusiast. I, all of his picks I've enjoyed tremendously so far. Um, what were you getting ready to say, though, about I, the... Uh,
1: oh, I did have that OHLQ Russell's pick, and I wasn't a huge fan of it. Remember we did that Russell's Reserve tasting, and I think it kind of finished last. Now, it was a, a new... Pour, well, it a new finished open. last
0: for you. yeah. Oh, and the OHLQ one, I think, yeah, it did finish last for both of us. Um, but was, and we were back and forth on the Mash and, and Journey one versus the uh, bird yeah. Enthusiast one. That's what it was. Um, so you said you had a little bit to uh, to talk about?
1: Yeah, so I just got back from Milwaukee.
0: Oh, <laughs> Algonquin for the great
1: land. <laughs> um, I went out there for some work-related things. Um, General Electric, they're headquarters for um, imaging and stuff like that is out there for their MRI machines Oh, cool! and got to do some on-site applications and see where they, you know, manufacture their equipment and everything. And uh, it it was a good time, but it was funny. We got to do some, you know, exploring at night and everything and went into this one restaurant and I went to to order an old fashioned and it was made with brandy. And I was like, well, do you have like a, a bourbon old fashioned? And she was like, oh, we can't really get a lot of bourbon around here. And I was like, what? And so I was really confused altogether, and then even a rye based. And, well, and be I, than- I ended up asking for a rye, is what I asked. I think I just said bullet rye, if I remember. That's usually like a, a pretty easy. Like most places have bullet rye, but I went to another place because I wanted to do some bourbon hunting while I was there. Yeah. One of the guys had rented a car, and um, I'm like, oh, this is perfect. And you know, we we start talking about bourbon and everything, and then um, when I was at another place, they had next to nothing. And um, she was like, well, I might have some buffalo trays in the back. And I was like, I'm not doing any hunting here if, if, if that's, that's your... The, if that's the gold mine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I was a little disappointed um, that I didn't get to do any hunting or anything like that at that all. That kind of
0: sucks. Yeah. That's got to be disappointing. I, I've done the same thing when I've been to Florida and, you know, thought, well, maybe, you know, maybe where we're staying, it's not going to be, a, you know, bourbon won't be a huge thing and I'll find something. And I found some... I found some shelfers that aren't necessarily available in Ohio. Um, but outside of that, like I found a smoke, a smoke wagon on my way down in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on the way back in uh, Tennessee, I found some stuff, but it was a little overpriced, but it, there were some
1: nice stuff there.
0: Um, so back to the Russell's Reserve real quick.
1: And this is K, Warehouse K, correct? Yeah,
0: this is Warehouse K. So you were right about that. It says dusty vibes abound. Yeah. Uh, but but his tasting notes, um, dense, sweet tobacco, mature oak, toasted vanilla beans, hints of leather and butterscotch. And I definitely, um, for me, the toasted vanilla beans I get and, and I get the tobacco and the leather.
1: I get the leather. I, The butterscotch might be persuasion um but i definitely get the leather. Well to
0: me tobacco and leather i feel they're like they're almost similar. always yeah, yeah if it, if you get one sometimes I've, i i almost feel like you almost always get the other but not always
1: i it just seems to go hand in hand like a sweet tobacco maybe. Yeah. It's, yeah yeah. I don't know if like i used to chew tobacco back in the day so like a sweet tobacco makes sense. So what do you uh, what do you get on the taste for this?
0: So for me it's got a great mouthfeel. Oh yeah. And I think this is where that dusty vibes comes from because it does feel like those older wild turkeys that I've had, like the Austin Nichols or, or whatever, just that viscosity, that, uh, that oily mouth feel that you get mm-hmm. from some of those older bourbons. Um, I do get that almost immediately on the tongue. Um, I do feel like there's some vanilla there and uh, it does have an oaky presence to me.
1: Yeah, definitely great tongue coating with this. Yeah. Uh, agree with the vanilla. But there's like vanilla and tobacco a little bit in there, but it's not unpleasant by any means. No, like, no. I really, really enjoy this. I haven't had any dusty bottles, so I can't say like, oh, this reminds me of right. you know, a dusty when bottle. When we
0: were on the trail, that was one of the things we changed this year is we visited a few places that had. So we went to the Willet Bar, and if you've never been to the bar at the Willet Distillery, it is actually, they have a really nice selection of dusty bottles. And then we did that uh, that museum, or not museum, the library at the vault of uh, Bardstown Bourbon Company. Mm-hmm. And holy cow, they had some really incredible stuff. Now, you don't get to, you can pick additional drinks there, but they curated if you do that experience. Which I'm kind of glad they did because they picked some things I would have never picked. And they were You're outstanding.
1: Surprised, I assume. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I would have never picked the things they, they chose. But they picked them. Um, one of them was just opened for us and it was outstanding. It was so good. And that episode is uh, one we or we actually recorded there. So that episode's available if you want to listen to that one. Um, Dude, the
1: viscosity on this.
0: It's so good, isn't it?
1: This is like maple syrup, how it coats my tongue. I, this is really good. Like it doesn't taste like maple syrup, mm-hmm. but the thickness of it. So speaking of old fashions, uh, Trina and I went to um, Cooper's Hawk. I thought you were going to say, speaking of
0: thickness, Trina and yeah. I. <laughs> So uh, we went to Cooper's Hawk this weekend at Easton. Um, and uh, while we were walking around, we actually went to a new place. I think it's called Sonos or something like that. It's a little wood-fired uh, restaurant, Italian restaurant in Easton. It's right be- between like Athleta and Lululemon. And um, not com, but Lululemon.
1: Got to clarify that,
0: huh? <laughs> right. And so we went in there for like a midday drink and appetizer. I had an Old Fashioned there. It was outstanding. They also did a um, bruschetta that was ridiculous. They gave oh, you three bruschetta. different types of bruschetta, so you had three pieces of toast with three different mm-hmm. uh, bruschetta types on them, and uh, so we cut them each down the middle, and each had you know half of one, and they were so good. And that the uh, the old fashioned they made there, I had to make it with bullet, was really good bullet bourbon, and uh, then we went to. Cooper's Hawk and their bar isn't the greatest because they have this wine tasting area out front that's kind They're of a it's like a wine, wine place yeah. and their bar is not really I think the center point of the place so it's kind of a small bar but we went up there before what well, we got there a little early waiting for our table and I ordered another uh, old-fashioned and they made it with beam and it was okay and then I was like
1: that's regular Jim Beam right? yeah
0: and then so they had bullet up on the shelf and I was like can you make the next one with bullet and they did and it was so much better like not the beam was bad but i think i think he also had a little bit of a heavier hand on the bourbon the second mm-hmm. time after we stayed and and i think that helped but
1: bullet's a great mixer for me It is it,
0: but it's a it's, it's a good bourbon too i can it sip a bullet but it's just it was it was much more present in the old fashioned than the jim beam was
1: i think think for the price point that's why i go if i'm getting an old fashioned yeah. i'll ask for bullet a lot because yeah, it's because not it's, an expensive it's, it's never
0: super crazy expensive and it's always a, a good bourbon or frontier whiskey, I should say.
1: <laughs> um, that has a really cool bottle. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just the old, the bottle reminds me of like an old antique bottle. Well, I that had, was
0: the design they were looking for, and a bottle that would fit in a saddlebag. Okay, that was the design for the bottle was uh, to go in like a to look like a saddlebag that a that a cowboy would have, mm-hmm. or that a you know a, a guy that's out in the frontier would actually yeah. have.
1: I had made a real neat. I took an old one. And it was just like a brass coupler that I put in it that fit perfectly and then put a wick down through it and filled it up full of like Tiki Torch fuel Yeah, and made a really cool like oh, mosquito Tiki Torch thing out of it. That's
0: a whole thing. A lot of people just yeah. are going crazy making like, I know, uh, I think Martel from the Buckhorn podcast. I think he knows someone or Jeff, I think they both maybe know the same person that, that makes
1: like lamps or lights out of their uh, Blanton's bottles. I tried to make a candle out of one. And, like, I thought I was going to be so fucking slick. I was like, oh, I've got this, you know, diamond tip um, saw blade for, like, cutting tile. Yeah. I'll cut this glass bottle, and then I'll smooth it over. It made a fucking mess cutting that glass bottle in half, like, cutting the top did of it Did you off. get it? I or did. did it shatter it's, or anything? It didn't shatter. It splintered, like, crazy. Yeah. And it was the loudest thing ever. Like, I wore earplugs, and it was still so fucking loud. That's funny. And there was glass shards, which, obviously, were eye protection. Yeah. I even wore some, like, face protection. Never again. There's got to be an easier way.
0: There probably is something made for
1: they are cutting thick. glass. Yeah, there's got to be an easier way to cut glass. But I wonder
0: if they do it like a tile cutter, like a, well, that's with what the I water had. and stuff like that.
1: Oh, so this is, yeah, that's what I had. Mm-hmm. It was a, um, gosh, what do they call those? Like a wet saw is what it yeah, was. Yeah, because,
0: I mean, isn't that supposed to help from the splintering? and Yeah, the...
1: it, it still splintered the glass. And then I had read you can use like a special type of cloth to like sand the glass and you'll have a haze. But it'll be okay yeah but it just it, and maybe my my diamond tipped um Blade was old and I needed like a brand new one. That's possible. Maybe, yeah. Um, I wouldn't mind trying that again because I think it could make some cool.
0: <laughs> it's interesting after the description you just gave well, that you said yeah. you'd like to try it again. I don't know. You made it sound so horrible. It was but so like to fucking wild.
1: <laughs> um, but that, that would make great like Christmas presents, candles, right? Oh, yeah. With the tops of bourbon bottles cut sure. off and give them to people. Yeah. And I was even going to do like natural lavender oh, and shit like that. Right, right. Essential oils. Essential oils. Um, so I think
0: I've had both of these Russell's already. I think they're both phenomenal. This is the one you have, you say?
1: Yeah. This is getting better with every drink too. Oh yeah, it Um, is. And I feel like those oily, good viscosity bourbons do that. Yeah. Butterscotch tobacco is what I'm getting on the taste now. Um, very viscous. This reminds me of like John Wayne smoking a cigar, drinking (laughs) a bourbon. Yeah. Like a very, and maybe that's what he means by the dusty vibe.
0: Well, I think he means that, like, it's old-school bourbon. Like, bourbon, and I know that technology is playing a huge role now, and you've got companies like Bardstown Bourbon Company. Everything's electronic and everything's, and they're making some great stuff. But I think that once the decision and these conglomerates took over and started raising the entry uh, proof for these these bourbons, it's changed the mouthfeel of bourbon. So the lower entry proofs, I feel like, you know when you have the mictors and when you have the old Stitzel Weller stuff, and you get this mouthfeel that just really just resonates and, and sticks with you.
1: I could like chew on that in yeah. a, in a very pleasant way. Yeah,
0: that's so funny. Yeah, I just happened to make a bourbon penis penis on the on the glass. I don't know and how like, that works in a graffiti sense. Yeah, it looks very penis-like, and it was completely not on purpose. Would you say that's an unsolicited dick pic? It was an unsolicited dick graffiti penis on the glass. All right. So we are on the second Russell's Reserve. This is F uh, Warehouse and also from floor number four.
1: You'll have to have the tasting notes on that, too, if you don't mind.
0: No, I can bring those up as well. Um, So for me last week, while you were out gallivanting in (laughs) Milwaukee, I was down in Kentucky gallivanting with the Mash and Journey and uh, uh, doing a barrel pick or actually two barrel picks at Luxco. And uh, we went down there and we did a barrel pick for uh, Rebel and a barrel pick for Ezra Brooks.
1: Is it the Distillers Collection, I assume?
0: They were cask strength. Oh. So, yeah. Um, nice. Nice Those are stuff.
1: always good. I have not. Well, well I'll tell you Minus you what. the one.
0: Well, but that was a distiller's collection, the yeah. grass, the grass yeah, clippings. The grass one. clippings, yeah. Um, that will live in infamy. The uh, But both of these, what was really cool about the, and I've done a few barrel tasting, or barrel whatever uh, things now, and because they always barrel their, and I found out at least finally why they always do their cast strength at 120. It's because that's their entry proof. Okay. So they, they, whenever they bottle them, they proof them back down to the 120.
1: That makes sense. Though. So
0: everything we had was above 120. But what was really interesting is they had a whole chart and everything. So we got three samples of each. And when we tried the three samples, what they did is they told you how many drops from the dropper um, proofed it down to 120. So you'll actually taste it, how it'll taste, you know, coming out
1: of the, uh, out of the bottle. Um, they probably had to do that after the grass clippings. incident. <laughs> no, I, well, I, I think uh, maybe they could be. Um,
0: but yeah, so, so we did that and it was, it was really fun. All of them, all of the samples were really good. And, uh, what was interesting about them is the four of us that did it. Um, we had Scott from, uh, my bourbon journey and, um, Uh, We had Jason from Mash and Drum, and then Trevor, one of the... He's actually one of our listeners, Mm -hmm. which is funny. Um, Shout out to Trevor. Yeah, and uh, so I met him uh, finally in person, and uh, it was really fun. We all agreed on both barrels.
1: That makes you feel better about it, too, that everyone is agreeing.
0: Yeah, but, I mean, they were all good, so there was the possibility that... That we, you know, one of us could have been an outlier on each barrel or something like that, because they were all really good.
1: Now, are those single barrels or are they blended?
0: They're single barrels. Okay, yeah. I, so,
1: I figured, but
0: yeah. So, so uh, the Lux Row or the um, Ezra and the Rebel were both single single barrels, and then so as we were done, um, because we were doing, we had these VIP things. You got ten percent off anything that wasn't liquor. Oh, that's cool. That wasn't well, liquor. Oh, yeah, yeah. So like if you know I I got some stickers I got some bar stuff for my uh, room, and um, I didn't get a bar mat though because it had all their brands listed on it. I just wanted Lux Row, mm-hmm. but it said like Davies County. It said all these different things, and I just didn't want all that on there.
1: Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of the Davies County. The and things it, that we tried. It's not even
0: that. I just uh, you know I just wanted just the Luxco. distillery. Yeah, yeah, the Lux Row. I wanted Lux Row Distillery on there, and that's all I wanted. Um, So I didn't buy one of those because I wanted I want a big mat. I've got the thin mat that's Mm going to go on my standing bar when I get the when I find a good big mat that I that I like. But anyway, when we were done, he was normally everything's limit one. They were out of blood oath. And you know, the 2022 is probably coming out this year. Uh, I was going to ask if that was soon. out yet. I don't think so, but it's probably in the next month or two. Did they
1: give any teasers about what it'll be? They
0: didn't. Um, but, oh, you weren't with us, damn it, in December. Yeah, I was going to say, Clayton, no. Clayton's the guy who led our uh, our uh, uh, barrel selection, and he was the one we met in December.
1: Oh, that's, did that he remember pl- you or no? Well,
0: one, I don't think he remembered us, but we remembered him because he had a December, uh, he had a, a gig at, a, at the Scout and Scholar. He was playing uh, guitar that night um so it was any it was interesting i got to meet some really cool people this this uh thursday it, it was really interesting um but anyway so we were able to go in they they removed it from a limit one made it a limit two so i got two rebels and i got you a rebel which thank ten, you very ten, much. ten year single barrel um so i told before they even did that i assumed everyone would be getting one because i love i love it so much no one got one
1: I forgot how much I enjoyed it until I broke mine out. I don't know, maybe like two or three months ago. Yeah, it's so good. I opened it up and I was like, I have to get another one of these because I'll be...
0: Right. And so I went there and I said, um, is anyone not getting a Rebel 10-year? Because if you're not, you are. <laughs> and so he lifted the limit of one and made it two. So I knew I was getting two for myself. And then uh, I knew that no one else would probably get two. So if they even if they got one, I'd have them get two and get you one. So I was able to get you one. Um, which was kind of nice. I love the Rebel 10-year single barrel. So we found out next year they're going to start, uh, well, actually, uh, is it next year or later this year? It's either later this year or next year. I can't remember which. They're going to be uh, switching over from MGP, or I'm sorry, Heaven Hill for some stuff, to their own stuff. So they have to make that transition. What I want to see is how that transition works out.
1: I was curious about that when I heard about the MGP, purchasing Luxco.
0: Well, they've been distilling their own stuff for a while now, since like 2017 or so, and I think um,
1: but they're not going to move operations or anything to
0: No, they're going to they're continuing to just MGP now has a place where they can probably create Kentucky
1: mm, you know yeah. bourbon
0: as opposed to Indiana. And uh, but I but what it's interesting is I think I don't know what their you know synergy or you know any other marketing term you want to use is going to be i don't know that they've announced that yet
1: this is good russell's by the way yeah
0: so so uh, let me pull up the tasting notes on this one and then i'll get back to the luxco stuff so this one is um like i said warehouse f still floor four um this one was barreled on 20 in 2012 and it was bottled in 21 um almost nine uh, nine years old, not quite nine years old. The last one we did was um same thing. Not quite. Actually, they were barreled a day apart. Um 2012 for the uh and they're warehouse K. different. Yeah. Well, but they're also different warehouses. Yeah, true. And uh they were bottled the same day and they were barreled one day apart, 2012 and 2012. Um, and they were both barrel or I'm sorry, bottled on eight twenty seven twenty one, 21. So just a little shy of nine years old.
1: It even goes to show you how much the warehouse, because they obviously went through oh, all yeah. the same seasons. Sure. If right. You think about the a level day apart. They're on the same fourth floor. Right. Now those warehouses, I don't know if one sits higher Elevation than the other. Elevation and topography and right. stuff. Right. Yeah, sure. But um, it's amazing how different these taste. It
0: is. So like on the nose, this says rich with brown sugar, light spice, caramel, dark chocolate, and toasted cinnamon. I knew immediately this is the one I wanted. I was getting both because I love Russell's and Mm -hmm. I was running low on my Russell's single barrels. Um, But I love all of those notes. And so like immediately on the nose, I get the brown sugar. Um, I don't, the light spice stuff, I don't necessarily get, but I get the caramel and 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 the chocolate. The cinnamon, I don't get until the taste. And it's more on the, it's more on the finish for me.
1: See, I was afraid that I wanted, they're both very, very good.
0: Yours, The the one you got is, I think, probably my favorite, but it's not the one I thought was going to be
1: my favorite. I completely agree with that. I won't say I was upset, but I was a little disappointed. I didn't have the opportunity to get the other one. But if we were sitting here right now and I had gotten the F warehouse, I'd be like, F, I want the K warehouse.
0: (laughs) Well, here's the funny thing is the finish says cacao powder. And I get that for yeah, sure. Yeah,
1: because that's got that like um, dry almost. Well,
0: cacao is like a, a chocolatey, yeah, like, right. Okay,
1: but it's like a, sometimes when you get into that real heavy, um, like eighty or ninety percent cacao, it gets like powdery tasting, even though it's not. It's like a bitterness too. Right,
0: it. right. It's Kind of same with like dark chocolate when yeah. it goes up too high. It's it's not uh, it's not good.
1: And I could I could get that with this with a chocolatey. You know cacao, but
0: do you get that chocolate finish? I get it on the finish yeah, for sure.
1: There's a li- but it's more of the dark chocolate that we're mm-hmm. talking about in that cacao. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to describe it. It's almost like a powder cacao. <laughs> so um, that old elk is going to be such a 180 from these other flavors, though. Oh yeah, you know it, this is
0: going to be an interesting yeah, uh,
1: like scatter shot of flavors. I think. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but I tell you what, man. Uh, we maybe we shouldn't have started with the Russells because I these I, I love. Think you're right. But no, I mean, listen. Greg Metz is doing some amazing things at Old Elk. Not to diminish anything, but I just love these Russells single barrels. I always do. The Old Elks. I've had a couple of Old Elk single barrels I haven't enjoyed, but most of them, I'd say almost all of them, I've really really liked. And uh, he's putting out some great stuff there. That Infinity Blend. We had that a couple of weeks ago. is freaking phenomenal.
1: And it was amazing.
0: Yeah. So I want to see how it stands up now that we're doing them after mm-hmm. Russell's. I want to see how it stands up. But I tell you what, and we're going to finish with that Bardstown. And holy cow, that is so good, too. Um, but a lot of it, you know, it, it depends on, um, you know, it depends on your experience and that day and what you've eaten and you know, like to me, if you've had a good day, that that makes a difference.
1: Oh, absolutely. If you've had a bad day, that makes a difference. Yeah, your vibe in general. Yeah, for too. sure, for I, sure. I completely agree with that.
0: So you're you're pretty happy right now that you got the K.
1: I am, and and
0: like that, you still like the F. These I are do. both really good, yeah. right? But I right now I'm kind of leaning towards the K as well, and that's not what I I didn't think that would be the case based on the the tasting notes, and that goes to show sometimes like tasting notes are great, and it's a good kind of like indicator of you know whether or not you might like something but at the same time you know it's not always going to be you know this is someone else's tasting notes right so you know the the cacao that we get at the at the end is it was it more prominent for them is it less prominent for us you know that that type of thing the things that you like do they mesh together in the way that you think they will i mean i like this a lot i almost get some peanut on the end of that yeah I mean that's pretty normal for uh, yeah. wild
1: turkey. So, yeah.
0: and I go back to the nose again, and I, I still I get the brown sugar and the caramel. The nose on this one I love.
1: The nose is better. I'll on give this, you that on this one. one. Yeah, yeah. Um, the viscosity and the taste mm-hmm. on the other one I like better. It's so unique too.
0: I think the viscosity alone.
1: Oh yeah. Just
0: that alone makes the taste better on the first one, but this one's good. Like that that cinnamon, it hits me in the mid tongue. The chocolate finish is just really, really good.
1: I don't know if I would get cinnamon. It's like power of persuasion. Do I I get cinnamon do I not get it?
0: Normally, I get my cinnamon on the finish, and I didn't get it on the finish here. I get it on the uh, mid-tongue, and then that chocolate kind of blooms... Uh, the cacao. Cacao. Um, I, know I
1: can never read that word the same again.
0: <laughs> it blooms on the back of the tongue, which is really cool in the finish. And that that's what makes this one interesting and good to me. But but you're right. I think the viscosity and the and the mouth feel on the first one, just mm, it's good. It's hard to beat.
1: Mm-hmm. It's hard to beat. It's like a sore penis. It's hard to beat. <laughs> I knew that was, I started to say I knew that was coming. And I'm like, oh, you can't say that either. <laughs> it's so funny.
0: So like, one of my friends growing up, Kurt Shriver, uh, he used to always say that he's like it's like a sore penis, it's it, you know you can't beat it or yeah. it's hard to beat and uh, holy cow, I tell you what, man. I've used that ever since, and that was probably like fourth grade, oh God, <laughs> probably probably later than yeah that. yeah because that, that wouldn't have meant anything to us in fourth grade um, but but yeah, so I've said that ever since, just because I think that's hilarious. I don't know why.
1: And no, there's little things like that. Now, that, my
0: wife, when she talks about the price of something, I'm like, you know what that's like? And she's like, yes, <laughs> I know what that's like. <laughs>
1: <laughs> with defeat in her voice.
0: No, but she actually thinks it's funny. But I've said it so many times now that it's
1: not as funny to her as it is to me. I love when I catch Trina off guard with something. You know what I mean? And yeah, she yeah. just well, loses well, it and laughs. So here's
0: the thing about Trina. She's she's hilarious. But most people don't get to see that because she's very introverted. She's
1: reserved. You know what I mean? It's it's
0: not reserved. It's introverted. Yeah. And it comes off as reserved and it comes off. Sometimes I think she's worried that people think she's stuck up.
1: Yeah. I don't get that at all.
0: No, but she's not at all. Yeah. Like she's not stuck up at all. She's just very, very introverted. So it takes a minute for her to uh, feel comfortable around people. And like with guys, she is like the guy could be butt ass ugly. And she will turn into a fucking like, you know, bowl of jello trying to talk to them because she <laughs> like, I'm uh, uh, she's just not good with talking to people, especially guys. And uh, it takes a minute. Like, she's comfortable with you now. She was yeah. talking about after the beer pong thing. She was how much oh my fun God, she had. That
1: was uh, the best thing about that. She was getting mad at me. Right. And I was like, I'm on your team. <laughs> right. <laughs> Don't get she mad- was getting mad at you because you were doing so well. Yeah. That's so
0: funny. She but was like, she's <laughs> so competitive. She's so competitive. Yeah. So, so we had our gym year-end party, and it was we held it at the gym just because of COVID, and we had a chili cook-off. And and it was a great time. Yeah, it was fun. It was actually a pretty good turnout. Um, and we had uh, beer pong was one of the things we were playing throughout the night. And uh, my wife Trina actually paired up with uh, Brett, who is my ten-year challenge younger self, <laughs> and uh, they won. Right, you won the whole we thing. Won, right? yeah. yeah. So that was pretty funny. But yeah, she was she was getting so animated by the end of the night. A little more alcohol was in her, and she was just getting so aggressive oh, yeah. with the, with the beer pong. It was so funny yeah. watching her. So we poured the old elk OHLQ. This We've is, got that in the, uh, in the glass now.
1: This was from 2021. 2021. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and this is not a weeder. This is a standard rye-based uh, Old Elk bourbon, but it is cast strength, and what did we say? It was 107.5? 107, yeah. And um, we didn't actually talk about the proof on the other two, but that's all right. It's 110 on the Russells. That's just their standard uh, single-barrel yeah. proof.
1: So a little lower on proof for this.
0: So a little, a little drop. We'll go back up on the Infinity Blend. What do you get on the nose here?
1: I don't get a lot right now. I don't yeah, know if it's, it's from the it, other two. It's a little muted for me yeah, right now as well. Same. Am I, I mean, I am, to,
0: I am getting some spice. Um, yeah, reset my nose here. Yeah, I'm I'm getting a little bit of the spice. I'm getting a little bit of the... Uh, I can't tell if it's brown sugar or caramel.
1: Now, last time I had... I haven't had this in a while. But last time I had it, I got a lot of brown sugar on this.
0: Maybe it's brown sugar then. I can't tell. Sometimes brown sugar and caramel come off as the same to me. Especially on the nose. Um, did you have any dinner this evening?
1: Um, not really, no. I'll probably <laughs> eat something when I get home. I know. A
0: train is picking me up a Philly uh, from Cap City. God, it's. it's Cap City's good, their, man. Their Philly is like, no offense to Philadelphia. <laughs> I've had both Geno's and uh, what's the other one? What are the two?
1: phillies i've never been to philadelphia i don't know the, the
0: two that are on opposite corners of the street uh there there's a like a west side story yeah. little uh, rivalry there it's uh gino's and i have no clue whatever
1: the other one is my friend did residence. residence is it pats him. i have no pats clue. and
0: gino's i don't know it, anyway uh they use like cheese Whiz as their cheese on theirs. Ooh. no
1: it's actually really, really it's really good yeah um and Sometimes that shit's the best though. Like the like I love fried bologna. You yeah. know what I mean? No, the dumbest, I like- and I
0: had uh, I had a fried bologna sandwich at Scout and Scholar in Bardstown. Holy shit! Yeah, fried bologna. So that was so good. good. And had sauerkraut on it. Yeah, put some pepper it, jack uh, and cheese pickles on there. I think it was pickles, sauerkraut, yeah. and uh, and uh, fried bologna. It was so good. I'll do so like
1: good. pickled jalapenos and All pepper know, jack
0: cheese. When we go back, we're going to Scout and Scholar. Okay, I'm cool with it. Fried hey, it bologna so man, good. sign me up. It was so good. Well, they had their whole menu was good. They had so many things. They had pretzels. They had um, uh, what was the other thing they had? We had oh, their um, dates. They had wrapped dates. Dude,
1: we had some on our trip in um, Milwaukee. We had gotten some Milwaukee. Milwaukee. We had gotten some bacon wrapped dates. That were were in like
0: these were so good.
1: I think they were like caramelized in um, maple syrup. Oh my God. They were fucking. We ended up ordering. We're like, can we get another round of those? Like an appetizer round?
0: It's like, it's a, it's like sex food. It's yeah. a, and it's a close second. Yeah, it was it's a good, close second. Man. I'm telling you right good. now. You get some really good food. It's a close second. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. Not going to lie. I mean, let's not get carried away. It's not a close <laughs> second. All right, it, let's be honest. Uh, it's it's a second, but it's not yeah, a close second. Yeah. All right, let's drink this.
1: Oh yeah, this is how I remember it. Like it's a, good, like a brown sugar caramel yeah. like explosion. Yeah,
0: it's brown sugar and caramel all the way through. Yeah, and it's um,
1: it's almost too. It does, sweet I feel for like me. it doesn't
0: have the complexity of the Russells. Oh no! But it's just a good, solid bourbon. This, this is something I could drink. I know it's only what did we say? One hundred seven point five. just
1: say only one hundred seven, that's higher than well, a, you that's know. like an
0: antique one hundred seven. Yeah, old Weller. I don't or whatever. think
1: that that's. I mean,
0: it's not super high, but it's yeah, not super low. low. It, it's listen, ninety is that, in my opinion, bourbon ninety is that like little threshold of your shelfers and stuff like yeah. that. You've got some at eighty. You've got some at like ninety. Uh, woodford's like 90.4 um yeah this is this is um so for me the sweet spot's actually like bottled and bond 100 proof that kind of thing this is it doesn't drink like 107 at all Mm -mm. it's but you're right brown sugar caramel all the way through it's sweet and it's this would be and i hate to say this for a 107 but this would be a great daily sipper
1: it's almost. It drinks too easy. Sweet. It drinks very easy. Um, I go through moods. Sometimes I like sweet. Sometimes I don't at all. Um, this could I'm right there with you. Almost be too sweet mm. for my liking. Yeah, this is good. I would have to be in the mood, but isn't this very surprisingly good? It's not surprisingly good because everything I've had from Old Elk for the
0: most part That's has been outstanding. So it's not surprising, but it's it is um, it's different than the Russells.
1: Very the com- different. The complexity
0: is not there right now for me.
1: This doesn't taste rye-based, though, does it? I,
0: I don't get the rye spice. I
1: don't at all. I don't get
0: the 107. I I get a nice smooth... I hate to say it. I get a nice <laughs> balanced... Smooth, balanced. Yeah, balanced. I get a nice balanced... But it's not even balanced. I don't even think it's balanced. I think it's just a, it's a caramel and brown sugar bomb.
1: I think the next time someone's at my house and they're like, "Hey, I want to try a bourbon." This is, this probably, is what I would probably pull I mean, out.
0: You know what though? I mean, we are high proof whores.
1: Yeah. Okay. That should be a like a, a club,
0: a club name or a T shirt. <laughs> high proof, proof whores. whores. I know that
1: Can you whores is actually
0: with a W, but HPW. Yeah. High proof whores.
1: High proof whores. You could do that. That. Oh,
0: let's start a Facebook group and see what happens. <laughs> high, high proof, proof, proof whores. whores. God. Hooers. Hooers. No, but that's. But seriously, we're high proof whores, and I think that this is not really a high proof. Mm -hmm. Elijah Craig's, the 120s, the 130s, you know, those types of things. This is. But it doesn't taste like a 107.
1: No, it doesn't.
0: However, someone new to the game may not appreciate this because they'll probably think it's strong, you know?
1: Yeah, I mean. I just Did I get you mm. say yeah? I, I was like mm, like that was one of those yeah. like mm, yeah <laughs> like I don't I don't know. I'm gonna have to let someone try this that hasn't you know had a lot of bourbon.
0: Tyler, what are you Oh she's oh, not here. Fuck. Tyler's not here. It's fucking Tyler. Wait, no, seriously. Fucking canceling all our ass. Not cool. Not cool, Tyler, if you're... Li- oh, he's not listening. Jillian, I know you're listening. Yeah, you're listening right now, fucking Jillian. Fucking smack Tyler right now for not showing up tonight.
1: Jillian, will you join us next time? Because we know Tyler... You know what? We knew- we, we should, should have should- Jillian on the show. We should
0: have her come next week.
1: We should have her. And not tell Tyler. Tyler <laughs> stay home. Stay home and watch Tyler, you can babysit Carter. <laughs> Jillian, you're going to come on the show. You deserve a For our 100th break.
0: episode. And she can talk about...
1: We know you do all the work, so you deserve the break. But you, but you know what? We
0: can have her talk about... Her listening to all the episodes and just the life she has to live, she'd be a big hit here.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: You know what? Uh, Chloe asked if she could actually be on an episode as well.
1: I have a seat for her right here. Yep. She can sit right beside me.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Um, Clear off a spot.
1: (laughs) Exactly. Um, Chloe, I love you. (laughs) (laughs)
0: She doesn't listen to this podcast. I know she doesn't. No, But she wants to be on the show. She I don't should. know why. No, I told you know her what? it would be nice to have a female voice on the show.
1: Chloe's the kind of person, like all joking aside, she has a good personality. She can like joke and join in any conversation. Yeah. And even
0: if she adds nothing, she adds something.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's
0: one of those types of people. Yeah. All right. So what
1: do you think of the old elk here? I love it. Um, it's I've been, good. I've been wanting you guys to try it for a while. I've had it. I mean, I'm glad you almost brought it. Year. I'm glad you brought it. Yeah.
0: And it, it should be a good precursor to the uh, Old Elk Infinity, Infinity yeah. Yeah, which is what we're doing next.
1: And I love, you know, Old Elk does that like antler bottle topper. It God, says OHLQ on top of it too. I don't know if you saw that or not. I did. I
0: saw the stamp on I the top. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, I love their bottle topper. It, it's got It's definitely the most unique, um, it, you know, bottle topper out there. And they sell this uh, around the holidays. They sell this kit that has the antler. It's like an actual elk. Poor top,
1: well, the one that we have,
0: yeah, that they sent yeah. us, but they actually sell that around the holidays, and it's so I think I've cool seen that
1: it may have been last it's year. A, it's a box set usually. It was the same price. You got the, yeah, um, the poor. They didn't, they didn't add extra price they to it. Didn't no. And if you try and buy that online, it's always sold out. Oh, always. Yeah. it's
0: always so. If you just buy that poor top by itself, it's like twenty it, bucks. It's always sold out. Yeah, but if you wait until around like November through Christmas. They almost always have the pour top as a gift set.
1: Yeah, this is good. It is.
0: Let's move on to the uh, Infinity Blend.
1: The I'm, excited. Infinity.
0: I'm excited to try that now that we've just had an Odell Single Barrel.
1: Now, tell me about the Infinity Blend.
0: Let me, let me do that. So the Infinity Blend is basically, so this is not their juice 100%. It's their juice mixed with um, other Kentucky bourbons. So I think it says it on here somewhere. Yeah. Kind Actually, of like when,
1: you know, people do their own like infinity bottle at home. Is similar, it kind of that where it's similar? Like just
0: he's doing a mix, but he's obviously tasting it to his, you know, preference. Mm-hmm. So this is um sixty shit. I can't see, man. My I I need fucking readers. Um I can't I really honest I to God I can't see this. I think it says sixty percent old elk straight bourbon whiskey aged six years, 24% Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey aged 12 years, and then 16% Kentucky bourbon straight whiskey aged 11 years. So it, it's officially an eight-year bourbon, but it has eight, 12, and 11 in it. Okay. So make sure those percentages are right.
1: Um, oh, the font on this is hard to read because it's like gold on black. It is gold on black. So but you're tough. correct. It's 60, 24, and 16 um it's aged six years though six 12 and 11 so six is oh, the youngest. it's not eight it's a six yeah <laughs> yeah no 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 it, i need some it, readers it does look like an eight though i agree
0: so infinity blend by old elk is a testament to legacy and supreme craftsmanship created by master distiller greg metz who we had on the show a while ago yeah that's we been we
1: need to have him back on again i would like that he was he was so he was cool very interesting
0: Infinity Blend is the marriage of signature Old Elk Straight Bourbon Whiskey High Malt with two classic vintage Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskies. Utilizing 43 years of experience, master distiller Metz melds the rich, smooth attributes of Old Elk Straight Bourbon Whiskey with exceptional maturity notes and the classic profiles of Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskies. This blend transcends both time and tradition. We hope you sip back, relax and enjoy the expert blend
1: that sounds similarly uh but they didn't say sit back they said sip back oh that that was that was clever i like that yeah you're right and i'm
0: actually mad that i don't use that on the intro or the uh you know because i always say sit back
1: relax kick up your feet feet. yeah
0: i should say sit back damn
1: it just start switching it no no i can't
0: steal his thing that that was really cool that's that's awesome of them 2021 this is the
1: 2021
0: infinity blend
1: I love these bottles, too, like the bottom of it, how thick it is. Oh, I know.
0: I love I love the old elk bottles. They're probably one of my favorites. And then the toppers are, you know, for sure one of the most unique toppers, in my opinion.
1: Would you consider them a craft distillery, yes or no? I don't think so anymore.
0: Maybe, I'm like, maybe one a year, year ago, favorite, like, maybe crafts, two years ago.
1: But I'm like, it's so big, is it a craft anymore?
0: I don't know. And the same thing can be said about Wilderness Trail. They they produce so much now. Are right. they still a craft distillery? I think they consider themselves one, but are they? That's the question.
1: I, I don't know. I agree. I feel like old, old Elk is not craft anymore, but.
0: But I'll tell you what. So, this Old Elk Infinity Blend, I know it was available in Ohio. I think it was $130 or $150. I think it was $130. The bottle alone, it's, a, it's an upgrade. You've got a nice little plaque presentation, a black label. Um, it, it'll stand out on your bar for sure, because it just looks a little different compared to the old, I don't know, sepia or cream colored label they had in the past with the black writing. This is a black label with, so they've inverted it basically. Um, and, uh, then they've got a nice little plaque that says infinity blend on the bottom. And then, you know, they've got the same antler uh, bottle topper, but it's got a little stamp on the top for the Infinity Blend. It came in a nice box. Um, I don't know. It's just the the presentation of this one was definitely heightened.
1: If you look at the contrast between the regular two, where like you said, they made the label black. It stands out. It does. That's really cool. For sure.
0: If you have like a section of Old Elk in your bar or in your, uh, you know, whatever, this one will definitely stand out. And it just looks a little classier. There, there's something about the black label and then the, the plaque at the bottom that says Infinity Blend. It's nice.
1: It almost looks like it's like riveted into the bottle. Like I It know does. It's not... it, I
0: know. It does look that way. Yeah. You're right. But it's
1: almost like a metal plaque to it. May I, be I think metal. it is
0: metal, okay. but I think it's probably adhesive, like you know? adhesive. Yeah. Um, but it does. The way they have those little uh, spots on the sides, it looks like it's riveted in. You're right. 100%. What do you get on the nose?
1: It's like that classic like brown sugar that I get with a lot of old elk.
0: Yeah. Brown sugar for sure.
1: I always get that on the nose, I feel like, with old elk is uh, this like
0: I get a little bit of is allspice the right word, but I get a little bit of that um baking spice or allspice or whatever. I can get that. And then there's some underlying stuff that I can't pinpoint right now. And it'll probably come out when I taste it.
1: Let's let's dive into this one. All right, I'm cool. Yeah. Sign me up.
0: <laughs> we're we're not screwing around anymore. We're not we're not shooting the shit. We don't have any stupid Tyler
1: stories right now. The finish on this is so clean. Um Oh my God. There's no ethanol burn on this. There's no, no... There's not. And and that's the that's the funny
0: thing because this one I think's a one fourteen proof. If I remember, let me look. 114.9 proof.
1: So this is the highest one yet or no? It
0: is by 4.9 proof.
1: I forget what the Russells were. They're
0: 110. Okay. All, all Russell single barrels are 110. Okay. Um, this drinks really well. It definitely tastes a little higher proof than the last one we had. But it doesn't taste like a, you know, 115 to 120 proof bourbon, in my opinion. I don't know what you think.
1: It does not at all. Um, It's dangerous in that aspect Mm -hmm. that it doesn't drink that high. I could drink on this easily and get myself in a hurtin'. So
0: I've got some really good bourbon enthusiast weeded bourbons from Old Elk. And they're really good. This blows them away. This I feel like this. I know it's not a single barrel because it's a blend, but I feel infinity like infinity blend. Yeah, <laughs> but I feel like this is Greg Metz putting his stamp of that dude's approval. a wizard,
1: man. He is. He a is. He's a fucking wizard. Would
0: he, would he be Gandalf the gray or Gandalf the white?
1: Yeah, he ain't got the beard, man. I know that sounded super redneck. He does not have the beard does he, it, to but, be Gandalf but the wizard.
0: But no, but I'm saying, you're saying he's a wizard. Would he be the gray or the white Gandalf?
1: He's got some gray. And I feel like gray shows wisdom. Like when I was younger, right, I think gray Gandalf was Gandalf the age. gray
0: was the amateur wizard. And Gandalf the white was the one who came back from fighting the... Oh, you're uh, right. Okay. After fighting the the demon,
1: so let's go with Gandalf the White. Okay. Because That's, I feel like the demon. I'm like, glad
0: you finally understood my
1: your analogy, analogy there. Yeah, I've only seen <laughs> the whole Lord of the Rings once. What in the actual? I've only seen it once. Um, you, did you see that they're doing a, a TV series?
0: And it's like a two billion dollar series. Yeah, um, something like that. I just made I'm that to watch up, but it's, it. it's. I'm pretty sure it's a with a it b. Is. It's money wise billion. It, what was it on? Was it Amazon?
1: I think it is going to be on Amazon. Is it Amazon? Amazon I can't Prime. remember either. Dude, Netflix is doing some killer things. They're
0: all doing. I feel like TV is the new...
1: TV's fucking insane right now. TV,
0: I feel like, is the new video, man. Or the new movies. It, it is. Um, I saw a meme the other day that was hilarious. It says, oh, hey, I we made, we made this new nine-hour movie. It's outstanding. And people were like, no. And I said, hey, we made this series that's nine hours long. You should watch it nine hours in a row. Yeah. Sign me up.
1: We cut it up into one-hour segments. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. Sign me up. Yeah. yeah.
0: I'll watch it as nine-hour segments, yeah. all in a binge for nine straight hours, but I won't watch it as a nine-hour movie.
1: <laughs> and I won't say I did that exactly, but I almost did that with Ozarks. So season four with Ozarks came out. Have you seen? They were It's seven of them. They're around an hour, a little over an hour so,
0: each. So, so let me... I've seen season one. Okay. I've seen two or three episodes of season two. Train a lost interest. I want to really? go back. Yeah. they they're fucking why. good, man. I don't know why. Because I love Jason Bateman.
1: He plays as that, a
0: comedy guy, as a, as a, dry, yeah. like, I love, I, I legitimately love his
1: personality. Him. I feel oh, yeah. like the character he plays. Is I don't who feel he is like, uh,
0: like, exactly. Exactly. You know, just just like Vince, here with Vince us, Vaughn. Just oh, yeah. like Vince Vaughn. I feel like yeah. Vince Vaughn is the same in person as he is in his shows. I feel like they just give him latitude to improv as he wants. When you watch Wedding Crashers, when you watch The Internship, when you watch any of those movies, I feel like they just say, you know what, Vince Vaughn, we have some ideas here. We want you to go in this direction.
1: Just ad-lib it. Just do do your your thing. thing. Yeah.
0: I was watching The Internship the other day, and it was freaking hilarious. Owen Wilson's another one like that. He's funny. Oh, my God. He is. I like Owen Wilson. His (laughs) delivery is so
1: funny. Some people, I don't know, feel differently about him, but...
0: Have you seen Midnight in Paris? No, I'm pretty sure that's the name of it, and it's Owen Wilson, and it's that kind sounds of, like a
1: porn with like Midnight <laughs> in Paris, like Paris Hilton. That was yeah, that was a thing. It was like a, called a Night in Paris. Night in Paris, I think. Yeah. Is what, yeah,
0: I think it's called Midnight in Paris. But anyway, I could be completely wrong. I am while I'm flapping my gums. So it's Owen Wilson. He's in Paris, and I think what happens, if I remember correctly, he's out in an evening. He's not 100% happy with his relationship with his girlfriend. And uh, he somehow gets transported back in time to another era. And uh, it's it's a really, really good movie. And it's not a comedy. But, you know, he brings his whatever to it.
1: Yeah, it, it is It is Midnight in Paris. Who's the, director. who's the director? Oh, the director. It should be very high if you're on IMDb. Woody Allen. Woody, okay, yeah. Weird.
0: Yeah, no, Would it's not weird. No, it, it it completely tracks with if you watch the movie. Okay. It's a really good movie. But what's interesting about it is, you Ooh, know, Rachel McAdams. Yes, Sign me up. Yes,
1: it's it's so good.
0: It's actually a really, really enjoyable movie. And it's uh it's a little bit different than what you'd think from Owen Wilson, but it's good. It's just really good. All right, let's talk about this old elk Infinity Blend. Let's let's do one last little uh whatever. And then go to the Bardstown, because I'm excited for you to try that Bardstown.
1: Have you opened that Bardstown yet? Mm-hmm. There might even be a little bit of chocolate in this. I was just Infinity thinking the exact blend. same thing. I think there's some chocolate. Yeah, um, on the finish. I've been um, drinking some, or not drinking, eating some, like, dark chocolate, like 86, I think is what I have at home. Yeah. Man, that pairs well with bourbons. Oh, I'm sure I don't it does. know what it is, because it, like, coats my tongue, and then the bourbon coats my tongue. Man, I like that shit. I do. Yeah,
0: you know, I've got for our next Old Forester episode, I've got those banana chocolate oh, yeah. things that we had. That those are time. good. Oh
1: my god, I've got those upstairs. Ever since Lux Row, they did that pairing of chocolates with the bourbons. Yeah, and they did the chocolate covered cherries and the salted right. salted caramel ones and stuff.
0: Man, that was good. So, speaking of which, I I made my I did a Middle West spirits based uh, old fashioned last night
1: with their which
0: I'd use their maple syrup as the simple sugar. Okay. I use their Weeded Whiskey, which is what Rudra, uh, who's going to be here next week, uh, recommended. He recommended?
1: Okay. He makes some great fucking oh, drinks. Oh, God, I know. Which I think they just sit around and make drinks all day, I, I like testing things I, well, out. I mean, work, they work, well, at work at a distiller. A yeah, a distiller, yeah. So
0: um, I made uh, Middle West Spirits Maple Syrup. I use Middle West Spirits Weeded Whiskey. I use some, mar- uh, what are the- Maraschino cherries? No. what oh. are the What are the dark ones? I don't remember. Jack, I don't Ru- know. Jack Ruby or something like that. Anyway.
1: Wasn't that the guy that you I, shot? I don't know.
0: <laughs> I'm making that up. Someone can. Okay. Me. Anyway, they were the, they're the dark cherries. And I had those. I used an orange. I muddled it. I mixed it all in a mixer. Got a cube of ice. Poured it all over the cube of ice. Added uh, black walnut bitters and Angostura bitters.
1: Oh, you did both?
0: Yes. Two dashes of each. It was really good.
1: Is a dash, and I'm not being a dick. Is a dash like a drop, just like what happens when it's you shake like your hand? It's like when you
0: shake it down toward it. Whatever. Shake happens. it down toward it again.
1: Whatever. Whatever so comes So two out. dashes of each. Of each. Okay. So yeah. four dashes total.
0: And then I threw in an orange peel. I didn't express it as much because I muddled the orange in the in the mixer, so I didn't express the orange. But I put the I put the orange peel in there and the cherry in there, the the um, ice cube, and then I poured it all over that. And it was it was good.
1: It was but really good. I do love a good old fashioned. Um, I do too, and uh, I've been saying what, it for two fucking years or longer that I wanted to do the fat wash bourbon. That you, um, yes, and I'm going to freaking a- and do you it. You still I have am. not done it. I'm
0: surprised because you're like. You're Bready
1: Crocker. <laughs> I like to think I'm Bready Crocker, um, <laughs> but I, I forget how much. That was good one. How I, I've said that before. I legit. know. I, I have. Know. I forget how much bacon fat to use. I don't know to do it. Look it up. Um, I'm, I'm sure will. there's an interwebs or YouTube and thing. strain it because I love that beautiful bacon bourbon mm-hmm. from the Pearl. Um, so and good. even so, so good.
0: How how have we gone so long without mentioning, mentioning the, the pearl? pearl? Right. It's been probably a month since we've mentioned Our, them
1: our non-sponsor that we mentioned more than who knows what. Right. Um, so speaking of the Pearl, and I'm not going into a long thing, but. Oh my I, God, I got it. <laughs> I got a Pearl story in just a second. Go ahead. So all this is quick, but um, I'm doing a lot. I'm, there's a lot of things going on with work with me right now. And it's, it's all fantastic. I'm very happy, very blessed. Porn base. Yes. A hundred percent. No, but anyway, I have an application specialist. That's kind of my mentor. That's here for a week doing things. Um, mentor mentoring me as I'm her mentee. Um anyway, you know, people that come in, they're always like, Oh, where should I go? I'm staying here. And I ask you her what kind of food she Pearl, likes. Every time. And she said, it Doesn't she matter likes, what their
0: answer is, you said the Pearl. I,
1: Well, depending <laughs> on their answer. But she said she likes seafood and I was like, You gotta go to the Pearl. And I was like, Do you like oysters? And she said she loves oysters. And so I have directed her to the Pearl. She said she was gonna go tonight. Um, last night she went to Hudson 29, which wow. is another Cameron Mitchell yep. restaurant. Cameron Mitchell doesn't
0: fuck around.
1: And I, so the funny thing was when she first got here, which would have been on Monday, I told her, um, you need to go to a Cameron Mitchell restaurant. I was like, he's a local person. You know, it's always good to suckle, sample local fairs. So, so cool. Yeah. Suckle at the yeah, uh, suckle teat. At local, Suckle
0: whatever. at the teat of the local <laughs> sample <laughs>
1: local fairs. That's kind of hard to say. Yes. It um, is. And, you know, I said, you know, he's a guy, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, um, she told me she went today. She told me she went to Hudson 29. And I said, that's owned by Cameron Mitchell, the guy I told you about. And she was like, it was really good. And then I was like, you got to go to the Pearl. You said you like seafood. You got to go there. So I'm interested to uh, talk to her tomorrow and see what she thinks.
0: Well, that's awesome. Seriously. So I am going to tell the story about... Going to, so there's two Pearls in Columbus. There's one downtown. There's one in Dublin at the Bridge Park area. I follow both of them on Instagram. Uh, Trina and I pretty are much. Are
1: their menus the same or no? No. Okay.
0: Well, I mean, they're the same, but they're then they do, they, diff, they do different specials. Mm-hmm. So Trina and I usually go there for brunch at least every other week, but a lot of times every week. So I'd say in a month we go there three out of four Weeks, three out of four weeks on Sunday yeah. every month. And we'll mix it up once in a while. We'll go to Cap City. We'll go to Napa uh, Bar and Grill up in uh, Dublin, whatever. That's good, too. It is. It's really good. So I saw on the Dublin, or I'm sorry, I saw on the Downtown Pearl Instagram, they had this honey spicy chicken uh, sandwich that was just oh, that sounds good. It was so good. It was phenomenal. So I saw it. And I went to the Dublin one, and I was like, "Hey, are you guys having that same festival?" They're like, "No." So <laughs> I showed them a picture of it on Instagram from the downtown one, and they uh, they saw the uh, they saw the image and the description, and they just basically made their version of it, and
1: uh, it
0: was freaking
1: ridiculous. That right there, to me, is the difference between like a great restaurant and just like an okay restaurant, right? Well, the fact that they're willing to like, be like, yeah, our chef can make that. It's not on the menu. (laughs) Our chef will make it.
0: What was interesting about it is, is I said, Hey, can you guys make this? He disappears, comes back and, and to take Trina's order and telling me they are already making mine. (laughs) I was like, "Uh, I guess that's what I'm having. And I'll tell you what, man. It was worth it. Chicken sandwich wise, it might be the best chicken sandwich I've
1: had in my life. Was it a fried chicken breast? It was fried. So
0: what? That I think they ended up doing is for their brunch they do a uh, chicken and waffles. Okay. And it's a fried chicken and waffles, and it's boneless, and you know you Mm -hmm. can call it chicken tenders, tenders, whatever. But it's it's like high class fried chicken breast. Yeah. It's like high class chicken tenders, and uh, if that's such a thing and uh, so they it was basically a two, a couple of those piled into a uh into a uh, sandwich with uh what pickles and i think coleslaw. Like coleslaw
1: yeah and
0: uh the, there were like a honey spicy oh, sauce man. on top and oh my god that sounds fucking great it was ridiculous like the guy who so the the funny thing about it was is they bring it out to me And about two or three different servers, as they're walking by, walk by and ask me, "What are you eating?" Yeah, (laughs) and I'm like, "Uh, "It's just kind of a concoction they made for me." And he's like, "One of the guys that I see there all the time, he's the one who taught me to eat my burgers upside down, huh? Because it hits your taste buds in a different way. Really, I don't know if that's real. I'll fucking
1: try it. No, no. He
0: he says eat it upside down because if you do that, then all the taste is all usually at the top of the burger." And when you eat it upside down, the top of the burger ends up hitting the top of your tongue. That makes sense. That's what he says. Do you cut? Otherwise, your in half? otherwise, if you eat it uh, right side
1: up, you're tasting the, the top bottom. of the
0: burger is hitting the roof of your yeah. mouth and not your. Yeah. So he said that. Never since I've done it, ever since but I'm anyway, trying it.
1: I eat a lot of cheeseburgers, so I'm trying it.
0: It. it, it I think it. I think it makes a difference.
1: I'm trying it, man.
0: Anyway, so, so he came by, and I, honest to God, we're, I wouldn't say we're celebrities at the Pearl because every time we go there, they recognize You're us. well-known. Like, like, honestly, all of the waiters and waitresses know us there at the bridge park, anyway. And uh, so as we're sitting there, like two or three of the waiters and waitresses that we know walk by and say, oh, what are you eating? And I show them the picture from the downtown Columbus Pearl I was like, well, I asked them if they could make this, and they, and this is what they came up with. And they're like, all three of them that came by <laughs> said they were going to have that on their break. They're like, that I looks phenomenal. love
1: a fried chicken sandwich. I man. tell you man. what,
0: man, this was, honest to God, the best chicken sandwich I've ever had in my life.
1: I haven't had dinner. You're making me fucking
0: hungry. I know. But I'm telling you that yeah. I'm not talking in hyperbole. This is actually... It was legitimately the best chicken sandwich I've ever... And my wife, who doesn't even like chicken... She's weird about chicken. She likes chicken, but she has this thing that if it's ever been frozen, she feels like... She calls it fake chicken.
1: If it's ever been frozen? Yes,
0: because it has a texture after it's been frozen. She calls it fake chicken. And she's very weird. Yeah. She's very weird about her chicken. She also agreed it was probably the best chicken sandwich she's ever had. Damn. And she is she has a much more sensitive palate than I do. Ooh. All right. So let's get to this Bard's house Is this finished? Um, I don't remember the details on this. <laughs> I, I really don't. It might have it on the bottle. Grab the yeah. grab the bottle.
1: Well, there's a little um pamphlet on the side of it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: We'll we'll go through all that. Grab all of it. Grab the bottle too. I think right. sometimes they put their stuff on the sides. So, this the is the other dis- side Discovery
1: over here. Series. There you go. Um, it's a blend of three different bourbons, it looks like. Um, origin, Kentucky, Tennessee, and Indiana.
0: So, Tennessee is Dickel. Indiana okay. is MGP, probably. And then Kentucky might be their own stuff.
1: So, the Kentucky is an 11 year. That's 68%. No, not,
0: not their own stuff
1: then. Um, do you want to hear the mash bill or no? Yes. So, 75% corn. 13% rye, and 12% marted, malted barley. Wow, that's good. Um, the Tennessee blend, which is 16% of the bottle, that's is a 17-year, and that's 84% corn, which I feel like will be a lot of sweetness. Yeah, um, 8% rye, 8% malted barley. And it's how much of the blend? Uh, 16. Okay. And then Indiana is 16% as well. And that's 75% corn, 21% rye, 4% malted barley.
0: So one of the things that I feel like I've recognized in the last year or so is that Bardstown Bourbon Company does an amazing job of blending and picking. You know, different. They they make dickel
1: not taste like dickel. It's one hundred and eleven point one proof. Okay, which is fifty five point five five repeating percent. So so nose this. Tell me what you think of the nose. When I smelled this initially, that's why I asked if it was a finished bourbon, because it gives me almost like a, I mean, I'm getting a, I almost get like a port wine cask nose yeah. on this. It's not finished.
0: No, it's not. And that's the, that's what they really do a good job of with their Barstown bourbon They They blend they really well. There's something in here. Apple cinnamon.
1: Take a drink of it. I want to keep nosing this. I know I'm like sniffing into your ear, so I'm sorry. <laughs> you can edit that out later. I won't. My God. What is that nose? I don't know, but take a drink of it. Holy shit.
0: Just take a drink of it. And it is good. It's complex. Wow.
1: There's That's a very lot. complex. There's, There's a lot, lot, lot going, on. going on. Um I love it. There's something I think it's a great winter on the back end whiskey there's something almost candy like oh, on the back end, you're right,
0: yeah, the, um, the back end you're hundred percent right. I'm getting some serious sweetness on the back end. hundred percent agree with that it's, like
1: I said it to me it's candy like um mm. is this your favorite one, um I don't know. It's hard. It's hard. It's tough because these
0: are all good for different They're reasons. They're all good. For different yeah. reasons. Um, and it's not fair because we're like doing these in. Oh, this is the most
1: haphazard fucking lineup ever.
0: <laughs> right. That's <laughs> what I mean. That's what I mean. We're, we're all over the place. Uh, we do have two old Elks, two Russells, and then we've got a Bardstown. I, I feel like this Bardstown, though, is uh, you're right. About it is it is a little there's something candy like in the, at the end, so it's almost probably good that we finish with this because it almost seems dessert like. What do you what do you got there? So this says a burst of vanilla. I I get that uh, um, immediately, but it goes away quickly.
1: Cedar and candied oranges evolves into dark chocolate and black cherry with floral accents. Bold balance of ringing finish um, completes this one of a kind cask strength blend. So, maybe it's a black cherry and dark maybe, chocolate.
0: but I get more of a candied apple, or more of a cinnamon apple type of feel.
1: Well, I'm not drinking it right now, but it's like still in, you know, in my oh, yeah, palate. Oh, yeah, yeah, me too. And that's where I get the apple. I don't get the apple while I'm drinking it. Um, God, this might sound stupid, but Apple Jack cereal? You know how <laughs> it's like, it's sweet, mm-hmm. but it's like you know, or apple cinnamon Cheerios. Do those even exist anymore? I don't uh, think they do. I, I think they do. I think all. Do you ever the- eat dry cereal? Oh yeah, I fucking love just putting up like just dry cereal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I probably eat more dry cereal than like with milk. God.
0: Take another drink. Take another drink.
1: Now smelling it right now is very dark cherry smelling. Yeah,
0: I get the dark cherry on the nose. I even get it maybe on the finish, if that. There's a lot
1: going on in this blend. A lot. There is a lot going on. But I'll tell you what, it's so good. It's very good. I'm trying to convince myself of the orange zest. I don't get the orange zest. I don't get the orange much. zest at all. I don't all. get the orange nearly as much. I get, the dark cherry. I get
0: the cherry. I get the cinnamon apple. I don't get the orange nearly as much at all. I don't even know that
1: I, I taste orange. There's still something candy-like about this. Hi, um, Banks. Banks has joined us down here for our podcast. Our guest speaker, Banks. He's like, oh,
0: I'm just going to fit
1: here. and He's tall. He is tall. He's tall. Yeah. He's, he's, a, he's, a tall he's long, too. He's a long yeah. dog.
0: He's just big. He's 100 pounds. Yeah.
1: He, he doesn't but look 100 pounds. He's not, fat. Pounds, he's no, not no. fat. He's just a
0: big, solid
1: yeah, 100 Yeah. I, I would never guess him to be 100 pounds. No, he's 100 all.
0: pounds. He's, a, he's probably like 97. He's not 100. <laughs> but he's... He's 97. Proof. He's such a good dog. He's such a good dog. Which is funny because Bella is also a lab. She's a fox red lab and she is maybe 65. She's like half his size. I think like she was looking. the runt run of the litter. He is. And what's funny about him is he's got so much white in his nose and he's had it for a couple of years. He's seven and a half years old now and he looks like he's 15.
1: He's, But he's always had that white on his yeah, muzzle and has. stuff. He's had it for a long time, I feel. He has. And he's so chill. He is. and he's such, You know what I mean? He's, he's just such, such a, a chill dog. dog. He just likes to be around people. Yeah, he does. He's one of the guys. He he's is. like, I want to hang out with the boys. He is, for sure.
0: It sucks, too, because he's getting up there in age, and he's a lab. He's a bigger dog. Yeah. He's uh, probably... I
1: it, it, I just went through that. I understand. I
0: it pains me, because he's probably not going to have but maybe three more, maybe four more years yeah. at most. And um, it's going to be... I'm I'm already...
1: I'm, like, tearing up talking about I, it. You don't even... I, I won't even talk about it because I just went yeah. through it. So mine's been not he's even two months fucking yet.
0: Weird, like he, <laughs>
1: he backs your out. reverse isn't working too well, buddy. The <laughs> beep, reverse of dogs beep. never work very well. No, They're but like, he
0: always backs out of places. He doesn't yeah. turn around. He just backs out.
1: They're like, I can run so fast in this direction, but backwards, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. He's he's funny. He's he's got he some
0: quirks about him, um, but he is such a good dog. He's such a he's such a chill lover. Not a fighter. Bella would always try to fuck with him, and he just—he's like, go, whatever. He's like, no, I'm going upstairs. You do your thing. Do you get
1: chocolate cherry on this? Let me let me try again. I think I might get some chocolate covered cherry. Oh yeah. That I don't might. get the I don't get the orange. They talk. About. I don't get. I still don't get the orange. But some chocolate. It talks about cherry. orange in the
0: in the tasting notes. It said that on when I bought it too.
1: But that and might I, be the sweet that I'm. Talking I don't talking about. get orange at all.
0: Um oh, yeah. I'm getting almost like a Dr Pepper vibe on the finish. Like after I after I've um, after I've swallowed it and had a couple breaths, I get like almost like a Dr v- Dr Pepper vibe as I'm exhaling.
1: I don't know if I've ever had a Dr Pepper. What? Yeah. You know I never liked pop. I'm not a soda pop whatever you want to I- call I- it.
0: I grew up on the stuff. But I don't drink once a month maybe I'll have a diet coke.
1: When I was um once
0: a month maybe. I'll say I'll go four months without it and then I'll have like maybe two in a month or yeah. something, but like
1: I'll say like fifteen maybe maybe like thirteen to fifteen or sixteen. I used to drink Mountain Dew and I really liked Mountain oh, Dew. That's so
0: funny. So many uh, people love Mountain
1: Dew. I used to love that and then um I, I never liked dark like dark cola, whatever you want to call yeah, it. I don't like Pepsi. I don't like, coke. I don't like RC. I always liked coke. Cane? Yes.
0: <laughs> Tons of cocaine. I I would just do like cocaine angels. No, but like I I would really enjoy Coca-Cola, sorry. And um and then when I made the switch to being healthier, I switched to diet coke. And I don't drink diet coke much anymore, but I'll have like I mentioned, I'll have a diet coke here and there. Yeah.
1: I liked Sprite back in the day. And I'll still if, if I got an upset like stomach or I don't feel good, I'll drink a spray. Yeah. Um, but I never liked pop. I don't know. I'm just weird. And I haven't had. No, that's probably a good. I haven't thing had for pop, in years that's and it's probably why years, you're not years. fucking chubby. Maybe I don't know. But I tell you what, my dad drinks the fuck out of some Pepsi.
0: <laughs> is I mean, he chubby?
1: He's got a pot belly, there but you go. but other than that's a pot probably, belly, he's got a small that. frame. It's probably. Oh, from I that. think so. Well, he eats like shit too. Well, he's like I'm gonna eat fucking two pounds of pasta. Like that's my dad's jam. Two pounds of pasta. Yeah, That's he loves his pasta and carbs. Um,
0: so, I know this is totally a buckshot bourbon tasting tonight. We've had five different ones. What would you say is your favorite?
1: You know what I think a better question is versus what's my favorite? If I were to say, dude, let me pour you something else. What? What pour do you, Which one do you want to pour again?
0: Fuck, I don't know. I honestly, I would not be upset with any of these because probably that's not picking okay. a favorite. So, so probably the one I wouldn't choose for a second pour, okay, would be the OHLQ Old Elk. Okay, that's
1: and again, the, this that's... isn't saying like favorite, not favorite. It's just you want a second. No, I pour. Hear it. It I hear. I know what be? you're.
0: I know what you're saying. I If I had to choose though, my favorites, it would probably be the first Russells we tried. That mouthfeel was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And then the Infinity Blend Old Elk and the Bardstown. The Bardstown is so unique. It is. There's something I've never experienced yes. with that in a, in, a, in a single bottling. It is so unique. It's so good. The Russell's Reserve of the, the first one we tried, Warehouse K, is so good. It, it does have that dusty quality. It's got that uh, uh, viscosity and that mouthfeel that I love.
1: It's the only one of these that has that. If you were to say to me, hey, podcast is over. Brett, what do you want to pour of? I think I'm going to go to First Russell's Reserve.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean,
1: you're not wrong. That's that's my pick. Like it's, got, said, it's got a it's great not my mouthfeel. It's not my favorite. It's I'm not, not picking, your favorite? I'm not picking a favorite. <laughs> I'm saying if I want another pour. You're a politician. I am. What that is fuck? a fucking politician's answer. Fucking <laughs> but...
0: How do you like that Bart sound?
1: It's fucking delicious. It's
0: these are all these are all, really good.
1: There has been nothing that I would turn down a second. Before. Not a, nothing, not a single not nothing. a single one. And I'm not like trying to whore any product. Like, <laughs> no, but really my
0: least favorite of these is probably the old elk OHLQ. It's really sweet. But it's in saying that though, it is still really good. It is. They're all really good. This Bardstown is probably, uh, if I had to go favorite to least favorite, I would probably say Russell's Warehouse K. You
1: mean F? We had F first. No, we didn't. Fuck, you're right. We had K first. Damn Damn don't mess with me. That was a test.
0: The, <laughs> the K was first. I would say then the Bardstown then the Old Elk Infinity Blend, then the Russell's and then the Old Elk. Uh tell
1: I'm I'm with you, first two. I don't know if I would switch the Infinity Blend and the other Russells. I just don't know. It's too. Yeah.
0: Listen, we're
1: talking. It's a moot point at that point. Well, moot point at that point. (laughs) Right.
0: Uh, All of these are really good. Mm -hmm. All of them. So as we're we're basically splitting hairs.
1: We are absolutely.
0: My wife just texted me. I just smashed some food and ready for some more. (laughs) And then I thought it was sexual, but it wasn't. Right. (laughs) So she said, going to order dessert. I was like, fuck.
1: I just smashed some food. Damn it. You're next. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I was hoping. That's what I was
0: hoping for. A man can only wish. Right. (laughs) So uh, hopefully next week you guys all join in.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: We'll have a lot of... Previous guests will have some favorites. We'll Are you have- going to
1: release who's who's coming or no? Keep it a secret? I think we keep, keep it, a it a secret. secret. Yeah, 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 a yeah,
0: secret. yeah. We'll keep it a secret. We're going to have previous guests that you know. People that have been on multiple episodes, that's the idea. You know what would
1: be phenomenal? If, like, we're 30 minutes in and Tyler's had some drinks and then Jillian <laughs> walks in out of God. nowhere
0: Maybe, maybe I should arrange
1: that. If you could do that, like Trina will watch the baby. Like, I you know don't what?
0: Know. Maybe the first half hour.
1: He's not going li- to listen to Maybe the
0: first half hour, you guys are all down here. Yeah. Me and Trina and Jillian are upstairs in the bedroom. <laughs> and then after we're done, Jillian and I come down here and join the podcast.
1: Tyler should feel blessed for scoring that.
0: <laughs> I don't know how he fucking did that. Honestly. I don't God. know either. He
1: like on a listen. I remember back in the day Jillian lifting for all of over the you listeners, Lift, and I was like, damn, who is that? And I'm like, I know she's dating we all thought Tyler. That. We all thought that.
0: <laughs> we all thought that. And Tyler was, you know,
1: she's got that like forearm tag yes, that I think's kind of hot. Trust you know? me. Trust me.
0: So she came over and watched us play softball one time. And it ended up ending in a pouring rain. We never got to finish our softball game. Tell me
1: she had a wet (laughs) T-shirt.
0: I don't remember that part, but I just remember the whole time we were sitting under the, you know, the um, overhang or whatever, awning or something. Yeah, the whole time we're sitting under there talking. I'm sitting there thinking, how the fuck did Tyler get her? And the most important thing about this is that. She reached out to Tyler in in his DM on Instagram. What the fuck? I don't know.
1: She had to be drunk. We need to get that story.
0: (laughs) Let's have her on just for that story. Jillian, how drunk
1: were you? Jillian,
0: how drunk were you? And how did you not find myself and Brett? Right. Because i was been right here here the whole time. Trina would have welcomed her into our bedroom. Absolutely. Easily.
1: Yeah, she would be a fool not to.
0: For sure. We would have probably said Brett, Jillian, me, and Trina in the bedroom. <laughs> it would have been a
1: whole thing. Just high fives going around everywhere. It would have been
0: a camera. Tyler could have held the camera. <laughs> Tyler could have held the camera. I don't know. Anyway, I think we've derailed. We're at an hour and 15 minutes in. Uh, how do you want to sign off?
1: Um, You know, thanks for everyone joining us today. You will. We do that every week. Oh, yeah, yeah. Something okay. something different. Something different? Yeah. Yeah. I don't Silence. I'm like I don't you
0: Silence is different. If you put me on the spot, I don't <laughs> know, man. I don't know. Silence is 100% different. So next week Tyler will be back. We'll have a whole bunch of people also with Tyler for our 100th episode and I can pretty much guarantee all of them will be making fun of Tyler. Oh,
1: absolutely. All And of them. I can't wait for it. I can't wait either.
0: So join I, us next in general,
1: week. General, I'm excited about next week.
0: Yeah, it's going to be fun. We're just going to dig into the the Bourbon Cave.
1: Your uh, bread pudding might disappear. I, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. I don't care. You've had it for a Listen, while now. It might disappear. Honestly,
0: man, that's we say this all the time. It. What's the point of having all this bourbon if we can't share it and enjoy it
1: and, and be yeah. in, a, in a... Good friends, good times, yeah. memorable moments. And
0: honestly, everyone that's going to be here next week, I consider... Yeah, close friend. friends, absolutely. Not necessarily close friends, but at least friends. Yeah. And you know, they're getting closer yeah. as friends, but uh, but that's the cool part about all this and and Agreed. if it weren't for bourbon, the people you're hearing next week won't, would never have been here. Yeah. And, and I thought if, it, if about it weren't for bourbon, we wouldn't be here.
1: that Freddie Johnson thing with the the documentary neat and as cheesy as it sounds. He talks about. He had that 23-year pappy or something that was gifted to him for working there for so long. No, I love that part of the story. And and then he learned more about his dad in that one day. And he was going to, you know, he poured everyone a drink, and then he was going to put the bottle up, and his dad's like, whoa, 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 what are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah, and he learned more about his dad in that one day than he knew about him ever. And then to think that his dad passed away shortly after that. And to me, I go back to that every time. Anytime we have friends over, I do anything you know, I always pull out, what do you want? I don't care. Try anything. If it's my last, you know, sip of Blanton's, E.H. Taylor, whatever. I don't care. Take it, you know.
0: 100% agree. And I, to me, bourbon, I didn't get into it for this reason. You know, I, I talk about it all the time. Sam is the one who got me into bourbon, and it was mostly with, like, ginger ale mm-hmm. or whatever. I'd mix it, and I, I'm is just... Is Sam going to be here? No. Okay. I mean, I might ask him to come. I just didn't know. Yeah. No, yeah, I yeah. might ask him to come. He was the one who got me into this bourbon, so maybe yeah. I'll maybe I'll ask him. But but the, for me, beer just wasn't cutting it. I enjoyed piss beer after like softball and like hard work outside, whatever hot days. Piss beer, you know. Yeah. Bud Light, Miller Light. the summer, BMCs I call it. Summer shandies, whatever. Now. I just kind of was lost in my alcohol journey, if you will. That makes it sound epic, doesn't it? It makes
1: you sound like an alcoholic,
0: but... (laughs) Shut up. And uh, Sam introduced me to the the bourbon world.
1: Because of Rudra and his relationship with Rudra?
0: No, no, Sam, not Sam Shaw, Sam Shaw. Oh. Sam Shaw will be... Oh. Oh. We weren't supposed to explain that. Whoops. But he'll be here next week. Um Sam Shaw is the one who got me into bourbon through ginger ale and bourbon. It was a good mixed drink and I and then I slowly re, you know got rid of the ginger ale. And that's just I don't know. It, it's interesting because that's the that's the part of bourbon that I love is the community, the you know, the sharing, the no one that I've ever known in the bourbon industry or the bourbon community, when I've hung out with them, has been like, no, 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 not that bourbon, don't drink that. They've always shared everything they've got. We went to Jason, you know.
1: Oh, Jason C. from, from the, the, the Mash and Drum. drum.
0: And we went to his his bourbon room, and we sat there,
1: and, and we were just
0: doing he an episode. Out, like random, he pulled out everything out that we like ever
1: Polish Blantons that I've like never heard of.
0: Right, and and but like he had no problem sharing any no. of that with us. And that's my point. That's the that's the bourbon community. When we mm-hmm. sat and talked to, um, uh, you know, Michael Hyatt from from the the Bourbon Road. When we were you weren't there, but when we were in uh, Justin's house of bourbon. You know that that's what we were talking about. We were just talking about that's that's just the community. When you're sitting down with people and you're sharing bourbon, you know like you have a collection like mine and I know that mine's a little bigger than yours and it's a little bigger than Tyler's, but like Tyler's you is bigger than mine. <laughs> that's the only thing of mine that's bigger <laughs> than yours. But like I have no that's the whole reason I have it.
1: Yeah, is to, to share. share with you guys absolutely, and, and, man.
0: and when you guys are here i don't give a shit and like you... when we got to the angel's envy podcast at cafe round two and my 2020 or 2019 uh cast strength. cast strength was pretty much empty i didn't realize it it was pretty much empty because every time i've had people over some people have you know dove into that and i didn't know that and then i opened it up not Knowing that we had that episode coming, yeah, I was like, holy shit, this is almost gone.
1: And you've never been like, hey, guys, can you bring this this time? You know what I mean? It's never been anything like that ever.
0: I've got enough bourbon in here in my collection that if I don't share it, it's never getting drank. Right. So for me, I love this podcast because it gives us a chance to just kind of hang out together once a week. If I didn't have this podcast, you, me, and Tyler, we wouldn't hang out once a week. Agree. There's no way. Completely agree. We'd, be, we'd have no reason to. So it's an excuse to just hang out with you guys once a week and just drink, um, which is awesome. It's probably been the best inclusion or addition to my life in the last two years. Honestly,
1: I've you know what I've really enjoyed all of this. I yeah, have.
0: because now I feel like I've got a friend in you that I never had two years ago. Yeah, you know we talked and whatever. We'd see each other at the gym. We'd shoot the shit, all that stuff.
1: But not the same
0: type. It's of not. Relationship. Uh, yeah, exactly. Hundred yeah, percent friendship. And then same with Tyler. I've got that friendship with Tyler now that I never had two years ago. And you know I knew Tyler liked bourbon. I was getting into bourbon. We started the podcast and. You know, now he and I, I'd consider him, he's what, 10 years younger, 15 years younger than me?
1: He's 30, I think, 30, 31. Yeah, so 16 years younger than me.
0: And he's probably one of my better friends. Yes, And it's because of bourbon. And that's just how it works. And that's what bourbon's all about to me. So uh, this was a long segue after (laughs) let's finish this off in a way we haven't touched it before. Guys, check us out on on uh, Apple Podcasts, give us a review. Anything that you listen on, give us a review. Those things help us bring in good guests. We've got a couple uh, guests coming up. One of those is Maverick uh, in the next couple of weeks. Uh, You'll hear that on the 101st episode. Um, But those reviews of what have gotten us into different distilleries, different places, give us a review. Give us five stars if you like us. If you don't like us, still Still give us five stars. stars. (laughs) <laughs> but tell us why you don't like us. Uh, tell us what we can improve. Give us ideas. Give us subjects. Give give us different things that we can talk about. Um, I'm definitely
1: using my hands a lot more right now talking. Very, very animated. Very animated than I would normally Let would. us know what you'd like to see a blind of or something yeah. like that or, you know, a yeah, tasting that's, of, that's a of this or that. I love You know, blinds. we're always open to suggestion.
0: Yeah. And uh, if you have questions for people next week in our 100th episode, send us some questions on Instagram. Uh, you can find us at The Bourbon Hunters on Instagram our website is bourbonhunters.com Tyler is Ty Schaefer 04 Uh, apparently there were three other Ty Schaefers and uh, Brett Paul Bryan on Instagram for you then the Peoples underscore schnoz. schnoz. Yeah,
1: I've been slacking. With you have, schnoz, and I've tagged the shit out of you. I know. I'm, I'll get back to it. Work's been crazy, I but I'll know, get back I to know. it. I, it's not. It's a shitty excuse.
0: I'm pool at Instagram. That's all one word, D-U-D-E-P-O-O-L-E on Instagram.
1: Poulet.
0: Poulet. It's French. Uh, so find me, find all of us, follow us, friend us, whatever the hell it's called on Instagram. Uh, that's where most of our posts go to, uh, all of our pictures, things that we try, uh, what we're drinking night to night. That's where you'll see that. Uh, but give us a good, in, give us a good review. That helps us more than anything. And, uh, join us next week for our 100th episode. This is a hundred episodes. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. Kind
1: of fucking crazy. It is
0: crazy. I, I was thinking about the other, that the other day and I could not believe we've done a hundred episodes. Yeah. And we are only doing one a week, and we'll have a week off here and there. But for the most part, we're doing one a week. This we're a little over two years yeah, in the 52 making. There's fifty two weeks here. in a year. Yeah, and we're a little over two years. We've had some weeks off, but like, it's crazy that it we've is. reached a hundred episodes, and we're getting you know we're getting a decent amount of uh, listeners every yeah. week. Tell it, your it's friends. Surprising. <laughs> yeah, tell your friends. Have them subscribe. Click that subscribe go, yeah. button because then. When they hit subscribe they'll download all of our episodes and then we'll get a big burst of uh, downloads that's cool for us but it also helps with our uh you know listeners it helps with our uh, any sponsors or partners that we have speaking of which we have green line goods uh, great glassware I've been drinking my uh I've been drinking my um,
1: Old Fashions out of their glass. I actually, when I was in Milwaukee, I was telling my friends about Green Line Goods. Yeah. And They're showing in them Chicago. Some of it. They're based yeah. out of Chicago. So I was showing them, and I was like, you guys, you need to get some of these rocks glasses. I was like, this Octopi one, which is badass, <laughs> is sold <laughs> out was, right it now. It cool, yeah. I was like, but when it comes back on, get one of those. You need to get the um, my friend Dan. Um he was looking at the hand blown glass ones. They're good. And I was like, And they've got get more it. coming cool. out. So I was like each one's unique in that sense because yeah. they're handmade. Right. I was like you need to get one of them. So 100%. I think Dan's going to get some of them. They're good. Um I will say I'm disappointed in the
0: the Wisconsin connection that you said you had because I didn't see any any downloads from Wisconsin.
1: Not yet no man she told me she was going to download it she looked us up and everything text so. her
0: tell her hey yeah. we haven't seen your downloads yet subscribe even if you're not listening subscribe. subscribe yeah thanks for joining in guys uh join us next week i'm pretty excited this is i'm, I'm
1: very excited 100, I 100 100 episodes 100 episodes
0: i when we first started this i never even thought about 100 episodes i just thought this would be fun to just hang out yeah so this is cool so we're going to wax poetic a little bit more next week. We're going to talk about our feelings, feel our feels. Uh, we'll have some drinks. We're all going to be drinking from the bourbon cave. We're going to be just hanging out. We're going to drain about, the
1: bourbon cave. We're going to drain it. I
0: hope I hope we have Make like five or six space. bottle yeah. kills.
1: Oh, yeah. That would be outstanding. I hope at the end of the night we have a picture of some bottle kills. Oh, yeah. And just all of us together. Yeah, It'll absolutely. Be cool. Picture of all of us together. Join us next week, guys. 100
0: episode.